All right, looking forward to this, we're going to continue with our interviews of the candidates that are running for leadership of the UCP, and we start today with one of the more interesting, and I think it's safe to say surprising, entrants into the race. Raj Sherman wants to return to the Alberta legislature. Now, he's been there before, first entered when he won an election as a member of the Progressive Conservatives. Then he became an independent after the Conservatives suspended from him from caucus because he was critical of Ed Stelmack's government, specifically around uh, ERs and, and health care. Um, then he became a member of the Provincial Liberals. Actually, he was the leader of the Provincial Liberals, won an election under that banner. Through it all, he's been a practicing ER doc. Now he's running for the UCP leadership. I told you. He's interesting. It's very, very interesting. Uh, Dr. Sherman, thank you so much for joining us today. I appreciate your time. Good morning, Shay. Thank you so much for the opportunity. It's been a long time since we've chatted. It's been a very, very long time. Yeah. Uh, I saw on Twitter this morning that you put out the picture of the bank drafts that you have, and, and you're expressing your intention to give the UCP party $125,000 today as part of your application to be on the ballot. They've told you you can't be on the ballot. Ex- explain this to me, Dr. Sherman. Well, first of all, they have a rule that you have to be a party member for at least six months to be able to run for leadership. Yep. And I, I respect rules. I was in the College of Physicians and Surgeons of Alberta um, up until end of May uh, serving under the minister, and it would have been inappropriate for me to be involved in uh, like having a membership and actively involved now, there's no law that you can't said you can't do it, but me being a former politician who was quite outspoken at the time in government and as opposition, I just thought I should stay stay clear away, stay clear away from going joining any constituency associations, going to party meetings. You know, I did make a bit of a donation to the Alberta Party last year when uh, Stephen Mandel and David Coots, former conservatives, sort of got together and said, "I can't join your party. I'll cut you a bit of a check." I usually give anybody a check who asks. But I didn't consider that as getting involved with a political party because I, I got, have been not involved in any partisan uh, activities at all. So here we are. Okay, so today's deadline day. You need a thousand signatures. You need to come up with fifty grand. I think yeah, that's the first deposit. Are you going to meet both of those? Are you going to get over both those hurdles by five p.m. today? Well, they need fifty grand, as you can see. I tweeted out my uh, bank draft for a hundred thousand, yeah. double what they're asking, and. Uh, you know, we really only started our campaign two weeks ago. My family first, my daughter's a family doctor. She says, Dad, you're not a young man anymore. <laughs> you got to get your head examined, and uh, you got to go talk to our counselor about that PTSD you had from 2010 <laughs> when I was thrown out. And i uh, got to get your coronary arteries checked, your cholesterol checked. Uh, she's getting married next year, and she wants a grandfather for her, ch- for her children. So health checkup is fantastic. My daughter has uh, given me the green lights. So yeah. in two weeks... We started slowly. We're at 400 members and supporters. Uh, I don't have any membership list, by the way. So ours is a grassroots movement, just meeting regular everyday Albertans on the street and getting them to sign up. We're up to 725 signatures. So if anyone's listening, please go to electraj.ca and uh, and sign up and support our cause. And, you know, help John Horsman out, johnhorsman.ca. Help him get into the race as well. Yeah, he needs a few signatures, too. I don't know if he's going to make it by five today. We'll have to wait and see. Oh, I all, certainly hope he does. All due respect, Dr. Sherman, and you're right. You've got your daughter's approval. Doesn't matter. You're going to have the money. Doesn't matter. You might get the signatures. Doesn't matter. If the party has told you that you're not getting in because of the membership rule, that's it. I don't know if that door is still open or not. So with all due respect, is this... Is this um, 
I guess call it a stunt or an attention-seeking thing where you want to raise the profile of some issues that you would like to see talked about and injected into this race, knowing full well you're not going to be leader? Shay, I heard Dwayne Brad say that. Look, I resigned from the College of Physicians and Surgeons. It's the highest position of honor in the medical profession to run it. I've actually taken a leave of absence from an emergency department where I've worked for 30 years. I reassure you, this is not a stunt. I am dead serious. Healthcare is in crisis. It is way worse than it was when I first ran for public office. And I was the head ER doc at the time. And as you know, I was the junior minister of health through two ministers, yep. three deputies, and five CEOs. I was opposed to how they created this health super board, a big super board. And, and you know, people are suffering. People are dying. And our young doctors are leaving. Uh, in fact, young staff are leaving, doctors, nurses, paramedics. They're burning out after two years of COVID. This is just a game changer. And we don't have family doctors. And, you know, you got people lying on uh, that tragic story about that family yesterday, a child lying on the floor in an emergency department. Ambulance doesn't show up for an hour. Shay, I'm extraordinarily serious because people are suffering. And, you know, unfortunately, some of them are dying when they ought not to. A two years of care deficit. I haven't had a checkup for two years. I couldn't see my doctor. And I'm a doctor. How about for the regular old Burton? You know? People haven't had a checkup in an emergency. We're diagnosing cancers and serious illnesses for the first time when people should have had a checkup with a doctor and they had it dealt with a year and a half ago. So now I'm dead serious about uh, running to fix health care and running to become the premier of the province because there's so many other things we have to deal with as well. Um, part of the issue here is division within the UCP. That's how we got here. That's how we are now faced with the leadership race and ultimately an election next spring that will decide this hopefully. Uh, once and for all. Um, I'm seeing on the text line already, uh, how can we have a Liberal leader of the opposition elected to the UCP? I mean, what are you? You, you, you ran as a PC. You uh, were leader of the opposition as a Liberal. You've donated to the Albert Party. I mean, you've touched all the bases, Dr. Sherman. How do you define where you stand politically to people who are looking at you as a leadership candidate? Shay, I've been pretty honest. I am socially a progressive, fiscally a conservative. You know, my dad was a I worked in the mail. He was in the union. He was a new Democrat. My mother is actually a farm girl from India, and I grew up on my grandpa's farm. She's a strong fiscal and social conservative. I have, my value system has always been the same. As you know, the PC party, it left the people. It no longer, no longer exists. And um, even when I was liberal leader, in fact, we had a civil war. The conservative party had a civil war. It broke off into two big chunks, yes. Wild Rose and UCP. Mayor Mandel... He was a PC cabinet minister under Premier Prentice, God bless his soul. He became Alberta party leader. You know, they were the smallest chunk. And uh, I was the blue liberal. I was the outsider conservative. And me and a handful of friends on first ballot, we took over the Alberta Liberal Party. And uh, we said, look, we're not going to criticize government on everything. 80% of our government's doing we're going to do. We're going to be practical about it. And I learned a lot from them. And I learned a lot being a leader, about 20 different ministries. It was like doing a... PhD in public policy on the fly. Now, me coming back to the United Conservative Party, I am not a socialist. I, there's no political room for me in the New Democrats. That's for socialists. I'm a fiscal conservative. And I'm the moderate wing of the Conservative Party here. And in Edmonton, nobody's representing Edmonton in the leadership race. And uh, there are a lot of red Tories that are sitting on their hands. And uh, in fact, there are a lot of red Tories that are, sitting with, that are voting with Rachel Notley right now and holding their nose. And I'm the one who would threaten the coalition for the former premier 
to bring the blue liberals and the red Tories back so we can form a majority government. So the party is unified because a guy like me, Raj Sharma, and the red Tories are back. And Daniel and I, Smith and I stood on a stage yesterday, just as colleagues and friends said, we had a civil war last time because we were focusing on what we didn't agree on. We need to start focusing on what we do agree on. And that's we don't need four years of socialism with $100 oil. And we got to... You know, we got to balance the books. We got to put cash in the bank. We got to pay down this hundred billion dollar debt, and we got to fix the social deficit that we have. And most importantly, healthcare is broken. We got to fix healthcare. Okay, what's the plan? How do we fix healthcare? I mean, it's not just us. This is right across the country. And you know what, Doctor Sherman, you and I probably we did, in fact, talk about healthcare ten, fifteen years ago because it was the same problem then. What's the fix, Shane? Let's keep it at a high level. Number one, you got to admit it's in crisis. <laughs> Sure, but but you know that you got kicked out of the Conservative Party for calling it a crisis back in 2010. And that's okay. Uh, I'm being welcome back. You know, I have to say, the president Cynthia Moore, uh, she's been wonderful, very uh, welcoming. I've met so many of my old brothers and sisters. Yeah, but healthcare, Doc, and we're running out of time. And I want to get what's the plan well, for healthcare? Healthcare, number one, admit it's a crisis. Number two, we got to sign the contracts with everybody. Uh, nobody has a contract except the nurses. The doctors need a contract, and you know, 80 percent of them are conservatives. Uh, we got to make a deal with HSAA. We got to make a deal with AUPE. Staff are burnt out, and we're losing staff. So to keep staff, they got to frontline staff literally put their lives on the line during COVID. I got severe COVID. Let's sign those contracts. Number three, you know what? One person can't fix this. Even I alone can't fix this. It's going to require the collective effort of everyone in our community. Now. 15 to 20 percent of our hospital beds are plugged up by seniors and the homeless folks that don't need to be there. You know what? Tomorrow we can rent a couple of hotels that are sitting empty. Let's rent them. Let's embed the health care staff. When you get the people who don't need to be upstairs in a hospital who are actually healthy, they just need some community support. Get them out. People in emergency who are admitted can go upstairs with the right doctor, right nurse in the right period of time. Now we can take you off the ambulance stretcher and out of the waiting room and the ambulance can get back out to the street. Secondly, we got to get family doctors. You know, uh, I would, my daughter's a young family doctor. Um, the government made a mistake, I believe, in Bill 25, uh, forcing them, uh, saying, you can't work in the cities. So these kids are leaving the province. My daughter and her friends are, she, she's a dad. Our, kids, our friends are all leaving British Columbia, and they're going to the United States of America, where they get paid real money instead of Canadian funny money. we got to reverse that rule. And secondly, we can hire every nurse practitioner right now and a lot of nurses to, into the primary care networks to support the work of family doctors. It's very difficult. Thirdly, we got to get our kids that are trained abroad in Ireland and Australia and the Bahamas. We got to invest in their practice assessments, which is giving AHS and the deans of the medical schools money to repatriate our young people who are going to go practice medicine elsewhere. Bring them back here. Say, go to rural Alberta, you'll have a license. Go to rural Alberta for two years, you'll have a license. Fourthly, we got family doctors here doing work, things they ought not to do, working from cabinet shops and driving taxi cabs. That just doesn't make sense. And that requires an investment, again, into AHS and the Faculty of Medicine to upgrade their training and do their practice assessments. The real long-term solution, we need rural medical schools, actually rural family medical schools in Lethbridge, in Medicine Hat, in Fort McMurray, in Grand Prairie, and in Red Deer. And, and we got to train the whole health team, the nurses, the doctors, the paramedics, the lab techs. You know, when young people train together, when they're young, there's something called the 70-70 rule. 70% of them will live and work within 70 kilometers of where they're trained. 
The reason is, when they're young, they hook up, they yeah, get a life sure. partner, and they build a life together. That's a real long-term solution. Dr. Sherman, I asked you for a plan, and you laid out a detailed one. I appreciate it. Unfortunately, we're out of time. Uh, we'll follow up and see what happens with the party, but I appreciate your time this morning. Jay, listen, it's been an opportunity. I ask everyone out there, healthcare is the number one issue. Please go to electoraj.ca. If you have a UCP membership, sign up and click that red button. Help me get into the leadership race. We need to debate this issue. In fact, we need to bring solutions. And uh, a lot of healthcare sp- staff and experts have given me a lot of good information over the years, and I'd like to be a part of uh, getting out of the me- this mess. Okay. But most importantly for me, Shane. Yeah, I got to run. Most important issue is unity. And let's get united as a province, as a peop- as a political party, and as a province. As a pe- as a well, okay, I think a lot of my, it's the United Conservative Party, so that seems to be the overarching goal. Dr. Sherman, thank you for your time. Thank you so much, Jane. Uh, Shane, uh, God bless you. Okay, Dr. Raj Sherman, running to be leader of the UCP. Um, healthcare, of course, is going to be his issue. He's an ER doc. That was his issue last time, and as I said, that got him kicked out of the Conservative Party back, you know, 10, 12 years ago. Uh, because he raised the same concerns back then as a member of the Conservative Party, and Ed Stelmack suspended him from caucus. And he sat as an independent.